All right. Well, it's the final episode, so uh, we get emotional and we, you know, we curse a little bit, uh, more than a little bit. So be aware. Thank you so much for being on this journey with us, and I hope you enjoy. Every episode of The Angry Chicken is made possible by our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash tack. For more of Jocelyn's content, check out jossplays.com. And if you can't get enough of Ridiculous Hat, follow him over on Twitter at Ridiculous Hat. The Angry Chicken is a production of A-Move TV. Time's up. Let's do this. You smell like a leper gnome! I knew it! So hot! A podcast about Hearthstone and Battlegrounds. This is The Angry Chicken! Hello everyone and welcome to The Angry Chicken. I'm your host Jocelyn and joining me as always is my wonderful co-host, Ridiculous Hat! Hello, hat. Hello. You got to bring it up. You got to bring the happy. Let's go. We have plenty of time this week. Plenty of time for the feels. Speaking of the feels, Garrett is here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to be here with a glass full of undisclosed liquid um, until we cry or one of us starts singing Goodrin's Time of My Life. No, uh, none of that. None of that. That's happy what feels. I'm here to do. Happy feels. That's what I'm here to do. <laughs> Yeah, we are here yeah. for two things: hearth and stone. That's it. That's all we're here for. <laughs> oh, is that what this show is about? Most <sighs> of the time. Oh, I thought I was being invited on uh, on a backyard chicken coop podcast. That's what after I that thought intro was video. That might be true. And big thanks to Storm Rage and Alkali for putting together a, a very compelling pre-roll video for those of you audio listeners um i'm not gonna try and describe what happened but (laughs) daniel uh beat up a chicken on on video yeah um listen no animals were harmed (laughs) listen i'm not in charge anymore but audio listeners drop what you're doing and go watch a video version of this show Uh, uh you're required uh, there's going uh, at the beginning and the end, there will be visual aids and you will not want to miss this visual aids is not a very hype worthy term, but you, you know, <laughs> you get the idea. You know, what is hype Our epic patrons that support the angry chicken. Oh, I know this one. Patreon.com slash TAC. Here you go, Justin. I did a segue. <laughs> you did so well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we are supported by our epic patrons. We have so many more to thank this week than any other week. You guys have been Crazy, amazing, ridiculously generous for this, our final Angry Chicken episode. Uh, so thank you very much to Nico, Kai, Kai, thanks, Hat. Joe, I got that one. Enraged Chicken, Jeffrey, Mr. Bandit. And a huge thank you to our seven new producers, Daniel S., Jared M., Spaceman Spiff, Daniel M., Brandon F., Stephen K., and Alan. 
Thank you guys so much for the incredible support over at patreon.com slash tack. Like we said last week, um, the Discord isn't going anywhere. That will be available to you guys. Uh, we're going to push it uh, public. We're going to make it open. I don't know, however you want to think about that, but uh, we do appreciate the support for the final episode. If you are a patron of the Angry Chicken, you don't need to cancel. You don't need to do anything. We're not going to be pushing any more episodes to the feed, so you will not be charged. So you can just leave it alone and keep your purple names. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do a thing, too, that uh, said, you know, I, I I'm not going to read the benefits, so I, I don't feel guilty about this. <laughs> um, if you're watching live, you, there's still time to go and become a producer. So if you want to leave a nice tip for these two on the way out the door, uh, there's still time. You, sh- you should probably do that because this show has continued to kick righteous ass uh, in my absence. I wonder what that says. Hmm. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I, I didn't think you were. Shall, shall, we, shall we talk a little bit about some Hearthstone news? Is that something we might want to do? I've got this button right here. Good news, everyone! <laughs> oh, no. We got a patch. 26.0.2 on Friday. So we got a couple changes to constructed, some stuff to battlegrounds, uh, other adjustments and bug fixes. Um, Construct quarter got hit again. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think, much better now from somebody who doesn't play its perspective. Uh, yeah, three durability down to two durability, which uh, is is very, very good. It needed another nerf. It was still way too strong. It's so... This is the second three-day patch we've ever had, last expansion and this expansion. We're three days in. They said, let's do some stuff. Now, that's a new thing. Last expansion was more impactful, where they took two mana shocks, but I can't believe that was printed too, and then Sired and Athreus, <laughs> and they said, nah. So, this time, it was more nudges, little nudges. None of the cards that got nerfed, none of the three, are unplayable. They are worse, but they're still in decks, and the decks they're in are still good. Which usually means if you nerf a bunch of cards and they all keep seeing play and those decks are all solid, they were good nerfs because you made them worse and it's still fine. Just means more space was given to other decks, but you don't delete these. Love that. I like that. These are not meant to be, oh, we're redefining the meta three days after it comes out because you cannot do that. But it is saying, what if these were, we sanded down the edges just a little bit before the first weekend so people can try some other stuff. I dig it. What do you what do you think about the change to Light Ray? Because I feel like this was one where I mean it's been around for a while. Like Light Ray is not a new card, but uh, it seemed like Paladin was really starting to kind of uh, ramp up a little bit, and to the point that they were getting almost too good. And I was like, man, they're getting so, such early Light Rays. This doesn't feel like it's working as intended. <laughs> I mean, the three things they nerf, right? Light Ray, Vengeful Walloper, and Contract Quarter are all like too many stats too quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Contract Quarter, they nerfed the too quickly part, but it was really the too deep into the game part. But it wasn't really an outlier card. It just was the only thing that they could hit that hit all three Death Knights at once. Um, but Pure Palin is still, if I look Diamond through Legend since this balance patch, it is still the best deck in the game. So reasonable nerf, not meant to delete the deck, didn't very clearly it's still like literal number one but imagine how much further ahead it would be if it got to play a bunch of free five fives a turn sooner it would be uh better so i'm glad it's not better than first place 
<laughs> yeah, would that be zero place? Tier S, I think the kids call it. I think that's what they call mm. it. S S plus plus. Yeah, that sounds uh, possible. Cheating? Yes. There you go. <laughs> Which with Death Knight last expansion. Yes. <laughs> or maybe rigged? Maybe maybe rigged? <laughs> yeah. Kind of something like uh, broken. Broken is the word. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's uh, that's the opposite of working. Correct. And in this in this case, maybe as intended. So it's worth noting, by the way, if you go and look at HS Replay, Diamond Through Legend, the most recent patch, the top four decks are Pure Paladin, Death Knight, Death Knight, and Death Knight. So <laughs> Frost is the best one, but it's Frost, then Blood, then Unholy. They're all really, really good. There's been a lot of discussion about how, well, of course they're good, they didn't lose anything. In retrospect, that's true. So they're probably going to nerf it with the next patch. Uh, and also, we got a little teaser tweet from Aleko today where he said preview of the next patch and posted a really buff dude. Get it? Do you get it? They're going to do buffs. Ah, oh. I was like, I thought you meant they were going to buff dude paladin. And I'm like, but but no. <laughs> <laughs> we just finished saying paladin's already on top. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if you want to give a preview of the next patch and Death Knight is too good to give a preview of the next patch, all you really need to do is like post a picture of March of the Lich King. That, you know, that would be... That would be the preview. But when Death Knight was somehow newly released and less good, and now it is... <laughs> That's, that is indeed the joke, yes. If there's too many Death Knights, just bring it back to the expansion they launched in. What they should have done last time is just put out April of the Lich King, and it would have been much better. And then... Ugh. Boo. <laughs> listen, that low-hanging fruit, I can't reach much higher. You're going to have to like. I know work this with me isn't here. the last time I get to boo you because I'll still talk to you after this. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that might be the last recorded one. Might be the recorded one. I don't always get that treatment. The I will talk to you again <laughs> in the future. That's not a given after I make my dad jokes. <laughs> I think I think uh, Dom Dat in the chat room really summarized it with boo heart. <laughs> That's how we feel about you and your pun. You I, I boo you with all the love boo I can manage. and love, yes. <laughs> but so, Joss, have you tried any ladder at post-patch and, and seen or felt anything? Did you get any chance to run some of that Totem Shaman I sent you? I did play that Totem Shaman, and uh, it's the first time in a long time, because like you guys know, I felt awful for the last couple months. And so I literally wasn't doing anything other than like sleeping, throwing up, sleeping, throwing up. It was wonderful. Uh, miracle of life, right? It sounds remarkably like my college experience. <laughs> right? Okay. One, yes. <laughs> Two, it doesn't sound that compelling. <laughs> it uh, definitely, I, like I couldn't play anything. So I fell way, way behind in the Hearthstone meta and I tried the best I could to watch streams and keep up. But there's like something about actually like playing the game that makes a big difference. And so I hadn't been doing that. And so when the expansion launched and even in like the the like days leading up to the rotation and stuff, like I had no idea what the meta was doing. I was like losing games left, right and center. I played that totem shaman list. And it's the first time in months I felt like a competent Hearthstone player. I didn't lose a game. That thing just rocks. <laughs> yeah. See, I knew it was great because I didn't hear from you all day instead of, I can't fucking do this anymore. Why do I even play Hearthstone? Yeah, usually you get play-by-plays. <laughs> Wait, are, we, been... are we dropping F-bombs in here now? What has happened? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck yeah. What are people going to do? Unsubscribe? Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
What would be what would be particularly wonderful is if everyone pushed this on their friends to subscribe for the last episode. Get us back into the top ten of i uh, video games iTunes category. Just on the just for the last like let's go. It's all new subs. That's how it works. That's how it works. Not this is not a secret. It would be really funny if we were wildly successful. Wouldn't that be a great joke, you guys? Ha 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 ha. Please subscribe. <laughs> But yeah, so that totem shaman list, and I like I looked at it, and I was like, basic totems. Who wants basic totems? And then, like before I know it, I'm winning with a board full of basic totems on turn like five, and I'm like, what is happening with this thing? It was fun. Yeah, and there's this five mana card that shamans have used sometimes called bloodlust that you have a bunch of totems, uh-huh. and then they're dead now. And like I enjoy that. The dead now part <laughs> is really is like yeah. what I'm. That's I like that one. Well, it's got all the support now and it like not just like one totem support card. I think thing from below coming back made a big difference. Oh, yeah. Um, then uh, what? Oh, the rot gill and eyesore and oh, what that stone stone right is the other one. There's like three really solid like bomb cards that make your totem so much better or make your minion so much better that I'm just like, man, I have multiple ways to make this totem deck work. And it feels like shaman, like totem shaman specifically has never had just quite enough support, but now everything is back in standard and it's so much freaking fun. It's nice. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I had a feel. Yeah, I really did. And honestly, if playing that deck is stone wrong, then I don't want to be stone right. Do you just, like, have a list? Are you, like, teeing me up? (laughs) This is, unfortunately, my most developed skill set. So, please, (laughs) take a a moment later and reflect on what that means for the rest of my brain. It's not pretty, but this is, kids, this is what your brain on Twitter will look like. Don't do it. Don't do it. Save yourselves. Really hard to get a different job. (laughs) It might be. So we also had a ton of changes to BGs. What? Uh, mm. 29 heroes got armor changes. Then they hotfixed again today. They knew we had a show. And they hotfixed another 20 heroes. So I'm not going to list all the armor changes because half of them are outdated because of the other patch they did. <laughs> Fixing their game. What's up with that? How dare Is they? It, oh, did you start doing that? I remember back when I was here, I was like, we're, we're not listing armor changes. There's too many. This is ridiculous. It'd be, it's like reading oh, a Oh, no, phone no. Book. We definitely don't. Okay. All right. Hey, <laughs> oof. We're listing Oof. that there was a list and yes. then inviting the listeners to explore. Nah. I'm going to give you ideas for the next episode. Uh, you have to make it a game. Um, you like you, you have to do the, like, the Ace Ventura thing where you breathe in really deep and then you got to list them all off in one breath. Garrett, I got some bad news about that next episode thing. <laughs> this is the last the, 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 one. Ta- listen, Tac 2. When Tac 2 happens, uh, <laughs> you know. Do you see what happened just... with Overwatch 2? I don't know. We want to do... I, I didn't uh, because literally no one on social media talks about that game. Anyways, Blizzard was very nice to us, so let's just move on rapidly. I'm really excited for the other four. I'm real. Yes. I, was, uh, I fell off of Overwatch one faster than your average average panda. So uh, yeah, but Diablo really four looks fun. Much. You know what else looks Diablo fun? Diablo four is fun. Bl- you know what else Bl- is fun? fun. All the other changes they made to buddies because they moved six buddies down a tier. Festergut, by the way, Putricide's buddy, it summoned a random undead thing when it died, and that could include taking Abomination, which, if you recall, was memed on during the release of Knights of the Frozen Throne. Garrett, you remember that set. 
Joss, you remember that set. The first reveal <laughs> blew up your own board. Well, that was happening to players in Battlegrounds. They got to feel the Knights of the Frozen Throne experience just like we did. Why would I want that? And then their board died. It was really great, except for the people playing it. So they removed that from the pool. <laughs> so your, your own board will no longer randomly blow up from cards you choose to play. So that's nice. Which is kind of sad. <laughs> I love how I think it's sad. You think it's nice. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. When that would happen, that would be hilarious. You're like, if... The, the, there's a part of your energy, Joss, that is like if the if the Joker was like a Powerpuff Girl sometimes, <laughs> like like you, the bubbly happiness, but the agent of chaos. I feel like that's actually very accurate. <laughs> and it took it took me ten years to realize this, but here we are. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm like my own stuff blowing up is sad, and Joss is over there like smiling into the camera. It's. <laughs> That was intense. I felt the intensity. Blow things up. Let's go. Yeah. I'm glad you're happy and also um, won't stay in any of your rental properties if you have any. <laughs> but then also, that's not the only things that changed. We had four buddies that moved up a tier. Denathrius buddy gives harder subquests. Dr. Boombox. Did either of you go to a laser show? Because I did. It was called Facing Dr. Boombox and all my stuff died. I didn't like that laser show. So they made him a tier higher. Coincidence following Coachella or not? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a really I it was a good change. I felt like only a few people like when Dr. Boombox first came out, there were only a few people that I saw really talking about him and his power level and one of them was Bofer and just basically saying like that why would you not pick this? It's 7 plus 21 damage. This seems ridiculous for tier 4 in the part of the game where you get him. And I think the the problem is that once everybody realized what that power level was and then started doing the like infinity boombox comps, that's when things really got out of control. And that became like the best way to play Battlegrounds. And because, you know, like they're all the time. And yeah, I think it was a, a good move to tier five. Less of them available. Less people are going to be able to do the comp. It's going to be harder to do the comp. It's still going to be available, which is good. But it's not going to be there all the time. Yeah, it's. I think tier four was pretty important because monstrous macaws on tier three, which means you would triple into a four on three with a bird, and then you would have laser birds, and those yeah. sound unsafe. <laughs> so seems like a reasonable change. I have still seen plenty of these in like clips and screenshots and whatever. It's not dead, but it's definitely oh, yeah, slower. Yeah, no, it's still so. around. Yeah, but you have to work a little harder, and I feel like. When you have a, a comp that can totally, completely annihilate your opponent's board, no matter what it is, then maybe, maybe that should be harder. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that was that's that's pretty much it, right, for Battlegrounds. Other than the, like you say, today they change things on Friday and change things again today. So if you care about armor tiers, go look them up. I don't really, mostly because they just have the armor that they have. <laughs> when I when I get my four hero choices. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, that I don't pay too much attention to it, and they change things so much that I just assume that they have it figured out. And I will yeah. say, I am, uh, I find it worth it to get HS Replay Premium because they tell me how frequently a thing is picked and how much it, it wins. And like, thank you for putting that in front of me because I'm not going to go get it, and I'm not going to be previously informed. So, the only request I have for the HS Replay folks. And you have to do it because it's the last episode of TAC. And so I'm pretty sure that's the rule. I get one wish. My wish is show me 
what achievements I have got with the hero, because that is the one thing that I really like about um, Firestone that isn't available in HS replay. And the one thing that I really like to chase is like my my first place or my fourth place or whatever achievements with heroes. And I don't know where to get that information on HS replay. So it'd be really nice if they put those little icons at the bottom. That's all that's you you'd have to do it because I said so. Listen, listen, I feel it's bad form as a guest <laughs> to come on and tell you what your wish should be. So I will phrase it this way. I am personally aghast that you have this power. It, it, maybe uh, you it's, you seem to have assumed you have this power. I have granted myself this power. And you're not yes. using it for year of the unicorn. <laughs> Because I'm gonna be honest, I've been following Harson super, super close the last few months. But you better damn well believe I immediately went to go check what the name of the year was this year, <laughs> and was like, "Ooh, oh, my friend is gonna be so pissed." <laughs> Honestly, I mean, like they have to do it sometime, and that's why I'm not wasting my wish. Is because I think Hearthstone's in a really great place right now. I think Hearthstone's gonna be around for a really long time. Eventually, they're gonna run out of animals. <laughs> very darwinian very quickly of just we're gonna eliminate everything else eventually there will only be unicorns exactly (laughs) yeah darwinian makes me think of intelligence i prefer battle by con i'm gonna go with thunderdomey we got very Mm, thunderdomey in here i can mad match i can do that the the last corsair standing becomes the (laughs) mascot of the standard year yeah so so I feel like that's already taken care of. (laughs) So I'm using my wish for achievements shown in the UI from HS Replay. That would be wonderful. Which (laughs) is also a much more approachable wish because like, I know the HS Replay people, they'll just listen and be like, okay. So yeah, I think that'd be cool. Just put a little marker of heroes you haven't gotten first with. If you're the kind of person that can get first in BGs a bunch of time, which like must be nice, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, and then just show like, cause what it's, it's top four, top two first. Those are the three. Uh, it's just play a game and then top four and then first. That should be so top eight. I can do that one. I got, I got that yeah. covered. Right. <laughs> I used to have a notebook. I used to have a notebook when Battlegrounds first came out and I would like keep track of, I wrote oh, down man. all the heroes and of then I'd, I'd have little check marks. Yeah, because I wanted to know, I wanted to get all my achievements, but there's so many heroes now, I just can't keep track. So I need it in my, in my tracker. (laughs) It's called a tracker. It's supposed to do these things for me. (laughs) The only paper I ever had for a game post-internet, because pre-internet, it was uh, like my Mortal Kombat codes and shit, like in the little booklet. Uh, it, it was rating. And wow, I had a notebook back when I used to raid lead. I, I, I never... Mm. Mm. that's wild i had no idea you freaking tracked achievements on paper that's intense (laughs) it's just it was just because it's like playing games with heroes because you only get to choose from four at a time like it's really hard to remember what you've played with what you haven't played with and especially when like there's some heroes like Petey and and alex that i pick all the time no matter what is offered that means that uh, I like, see, uh, good, good to know some things haven't changed. Yeah, no, no. Are you kidding me? I don't care what the meta is. I don't care. Quest buddies doesn't matter. Alex all day. Kitty all day. 
Dance for me, co-host. Dance for me. <laughs> I was so hoping that Alex Strauss was going to come up today. Jeez. <laughs> goodness. I know Denathrius is like the number one hero right now, according to the stats I've seen, but uh, you don't need to get so daddy in here. Jeez. <laughs> it's, it's, this is fun. I like, this is fun. <laughs> we should do this every week for 10 years. <laughs> I think this show's got legs. It does. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't say that. You're going to give people false hope. <laughs> Anyways, we'll, we'll eliminate that by the end of the episode. Don't worry. As we get progressively more intoxicated <laughs> or as you get progressively more tired of us. Yeah, I was going to say, right. this This is water. <laughs> it's, hey, give me, give me my acoustic guitar. We need to sing some Green Day in here. Garrett, I will cut you off. If you wonder wall, I'm kicking you out of the Discord call. No wonder uh, oh, wall. You're, oh, don't worry. I don't know how to play that song. <laughs> no, he's going to time of our life us. Get a friggin' piano. It's been a long day. And mute. You, my friend. So you know what else? It's been at the time of our life playing with going down swinging, but the combo no longer works because they fixed it today. See, look at the grace of that segue. So there was a thing where, where multi-strike into going down swinging, it let you do... It let you like launder your attacks. You would turn the multi strike ones that could only hit minions into ones that could go face. You could go face like three times a turn. It doesn't matter. I don't need to explain it because it's not in the game anymore. They changed it. They got rid of it. So you won't see it on TV this week in the Master Store. Uh, that no longer works. If you saw anyone posting lists and they called them Gonk DH to, as a reference to a very old Druid card <laughs> that never saw any play until Wild got degenerate, um, don't worry. You don't need to understand it because it's gone now. Uh, they adjusted some arena stuff. They banned Groovy Cat from duels. There is a note. If you used to look at what your opponent was hovering with their mouse and you saw the red glow Ooh, and you yeah, cared about that. interesting. Right. They had to turn off. So there was a thing. If you had one of the new Fangle signature cards, the tooltip is the only place you see the text in the card. You have to hover the card. But when your opponent hovered their cards, it made your tooltip go away. You had to unhover and rehover. And so anytime you had a signature in play, they could just sweep back and forth in their hand and you would never be able to read your own card. Which apparently has been a bug for a really long time, but hasn't mattered until this expansion with these signature cards that have no text on them. Right, because all their other cards like had words, right? Like the other cards had words on them, which is most cards like have those, and these were like nah. And then it, like it, it now it <laughs> came up. <laughs> By the way, the the new signature cards are freaking gorgeous. Oh, they're so nice. They're colorful, which oh, is yeah. Great. We can have an art talk with Garrett signature Let's cards. Do that. Garrett, art. They, they literally addressed, <laughs> like, my gripe. Like, they, they straight up, like, on was it the final episode? Or no, it was when I guessed it, I think. It was yeah, when this I is the final episode. We're, we're doing that right now. We're, we're here my, now. My, it's about me right now, dude. Okay? My final episode, not yours. <laughs> this is yours. I'm a guest. Um, you seem comfortable, though. Chat's memeing about the guest thing, and I, I just find it cute and, and adorable. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they literally addressed my gripe like i was just like yeah, it's just it's just weird that they're monochromatic like i also believe i went on a tirade that sepia actually indicates a very specific color and those were not sepia it was just like a blue color layer in photoshop um but but yeah i remember that rant looks, <laughs> this looks like hearthstone like hearthstone is extremely vibrant and saturated uh and and very in your face color palettes and it's just it's fun and it's pretty uh, and and these new signature cards, they they bring that to the proverbial yard. 
Well, and I feel like this is a really good set to to really showcase that change from that monochromatic signature card to full color because this expansion, it might be one of the most colorful over the top expansions we've had. It's like every class is just color everywhere. It <laughs> color was like, and lasers I, yeah. and rainbows and everything. I was I was so uh, I was I was really impressed when I when I saw the reveal trailer and and just saw the the card art like I'm still on Twitter. I see you all. I see you all getting your reveals. <laughs> hyping up your Hearthstone stuff. Um and like my first thought was oh my they found a way to 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 one up Sunken City cuz Sunken City had that mm. like rave in the desert vibe somehow even though it was underwater uh it's very moist <laughs> and, desert uh, yeah yes <laughs> I, I don't like, know why that offends me so deeply but um florida yeah it's it is quite moist here yes <laughs> but there's also but there's also sand there is also sand. which is a key part of the desert see i'm just it's, it's just math Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm they 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 addressed it. New signature new signature cards are very pretty. Uh, uh, more please, but they don't have words on them, and so they made it so that you can read your own cards, which is cool. But they turned off the ability to hover or see your opponent's hovers, which is less cool. But they're working on restoring that coolness in a future patch. It will be a it has to be a full download patch. So I'm guessing point two, which is going to be uh, early May, if my projections are correct. Not official, okay. I don't have data, but projections. It's usually four weeks from the expansion date. I just have to say something slash ask you guys something. Uh, does anyone else feel self-conscious knowing their opponent can see their red hovers? Because I definitely do. <laughs> like, I would be okay if this just never turned back on again, because when I have to, like, hover a card, if it's, like, something I don't know or I'm unsure of an effect or something, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed my opponent can see me do this. <laughs> They're going to know I'm so dumb. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's probably why people are asshats uh, on the internet you know it's, it's anonymity they don't know who i am they don't know who okay, i am across the table there from are them multiple people in the chat room agreeing with me right now i feel a lot better okay I, now i now i want now i want to poll everyone like how many of the folks that agree with you like played magic before hearthstone because uh if you played magic uh before hearthstone you probably did it in person because magic gathering online uh is uh was a not a video game <laughs> I just I just said what it was. It was um yes, yes. So you went and played it in person. Uh, you actually sat at a table across from other people, which I know is like an insane concept. Um, Crazy. But the amount of times I had to like do, you go you look at them and you, and you point to a card and you go, "Do you mind?" and they go, "Yes." Yeah, and I picked it's it up and freaking read it. Novels. Oh. <laughs> and you know what they were thinking? We got a reader. We got a reader. That's how you we know. We got a reader. Yeah, they yep. do. And you know what? I didn't care. I didn't. Also, like, <laughs> I mostly played in pre-releases. So while, yes, we listened to uh, limited resources because they, they would do spoiler podcasts. Uh, and yeah, I kind of knew what was going on. Still, it's like, yeah, I don't retain that many cards on a new set. And it's the first damn night and it's midnight and I'm over caffeinated. I need to read the card. So that's embarrassing <laughs> in person. And so being embarrassed uh, digitally in the privacy of my own room wearing my boxers and they don't know who I am. Totally fine. Hmm. Absolutely. Totally fine. Doesn't bother me in the least, but here's the tangent question. So 
Let's say you have two cards you're going to play in the same turn in your hand, and you have a key order in mind, and then you get it backwards, and you feel a little ashamed that you got the order backwards. Do you, A, make the slightly less optimal play, but play the cards in the wrong order, or B, hold the other card forever, lose the game, and never let your opponent see that you ever had it, Jocelyn? <laughs> Option B, if it's, I don't, just bottom right, bro. <laughs> it's, you either shame what? concede... Or you hold it yeah. inside and then die with that secret. So your yes, opponent never exactly. knows you misplayed because they never get to see the card. Because, yeah, they think you never had the card. <laughs> right. That's like stopping in the middle of your wrong math answer in class. I actually do that all the time. No, 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 Garrett. The lesson you learn from there is never answer. <sighs> that is the lesson you learn. <laughs> I mean, that was my play, but also I was an idiot in math. So, uh, yeah, um, but holy shit, that's intense. To answer the question here, it depends on what state of mind I'm in while I'm playing, and it depends how focused I am or how tilted I am, because there are definitely negative mental states where I'm like, well, I just got to think better and play better, and then I make a clear misplay, and then that's the shame concede. Other times I'm yep. like, I'm on a good run, but oh, I made the mistake. I better not let them know. And then there are times in the middle, I'm like, I'm just throwing cards down. That would be a really good name for a Hearthstone podcast. You should start a show called Shame Concede. Mm. <laughs> I carry that in my heart every day, Garrett. Okay, this got melancholy. Anyways, the point here is, I'm glad they're going to turn the hovering back on because it provides information in the grand scheme of things. Uh, an opponent in a virtual card game is not large enough to have an impact in our personal emotional life, uh, or at least it doesn't have to. Does that answer your question, Joss? I know we you asked a while ago. <laughs> I mean, what, what was my question at this point? I don't know. I was hoping you did. I certainly don't. Jeez. Oh, that is this show in a nutshell. I didn't think we were going to get this personal on the topic of hovering cards. Yeah. We're only we 33 minutes places. in. It, we're 33 yeah. minutes. We, get, we got a lot of runway ahead of us. Let's, let's just keep up. Let's, this plane got to take off. Let's go. <laughs> well, we should probably talk about now that you did mention uh, that we're not going to see this in Masters Tour. Uh, there is a Masters Tour this weekend. Um, that I did see a post on um, HS, the esports account uh, yesterday, last night, I think. So um, we now have more information. There's a blog post up now, too, as well. And uh, yeah, there's a there's a, a very... Quiet Masters Tour <laughs> coming this weekend. Uh, I kind of forgot that this was a thing, but we are getting some broadcast um, and we have a lot of familiar names on the casting desk, which is good because I know like a lot of people were really kind of up in the air question marky at the end of last year uh, when the esports announcement came out as to, you know, what that might mean for for some of our favorite casters. So uh, and I think actually you're um Edelweiss, your Coin Concede uh, co-host, is also casting this Masters Tour, which is amazing. Hell yes. Yep. It's the details of this whole thing have been um, touch and go, but I will say that two hours ago we got a tweet from Hearthstone Esports, the official account. We'll have more information and better overall communication and event details moving forward. A lot of changes to get adjusted to start things off this year. Remember that Abar only left Blizzard like a month ago. Taking over a role like that with a likely dramatically reduced budget, limited headcount, limited structure, um, it's a thankless task. And so it's really, really difficult to do. But I don't blame the players of the first Master Tour after the significant reduction of Hearthstone Esports 
saying, well, this feels thrown together because it kind of does. Um, yeah. I'm hopeful that there's enough visibility, but at this point, it's not clear that every match is going to be casted. Like, I don't know what the schedule is. I know that they have a bunch of people lined up for it, but I'm hoping that when it comes on this weekend that we just get to chill and watch some Hearthstone and it feels like a normal event, even though the advertising is limited, but they advertise the Solary Invitational on the client. I'm sure there will be buttons in the client. I'm sure there will Mm. be like YouTube notifications, Twitch notifications, whatever, but it's for anyone that was concerned going into this year saying they are de-emphasizing this part of the game and defunding the resources, it's pretty hard to argue with that conclusion in this moment. I'm hoping we get proven wrong by the end of the weekend, but as of right now, it does look like things are barely held together. And so I really, really hope that things improve as the event actually comes on and that we hear a little more about it and that I'm past the point of hoping that the numbers are better because I just don't think that's in Hearthstone's future. But I'm hoping that the production is stable and that we get to see some good games and we get to see everybody. I hope that everyone that plays in this 16 person event gets to be on camera at least once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing too. So this is the first instance we've had of the like super ultra mega pared down Masters Tour. So we're kind of like used to our Masters Tour of, you know, hundreds of people and all the Swiss rounds and everything else. And we don't get that now. Now we have our 16 players. Um, it's two days. So it's Saturday and Sunday. Um, but it will be on Twitch, which is a really good thing. Uh, that YouTube contract is finally over. So now we get Hearthstone Esports back on Twitch. And uh, yeah, so hopefully I know you said, you know, like, oh, numbers, it's too late to hope for better numbers, but maybe it's back on Twitch now and there's Twitch drops. So spread the word, guys. Watch Masters Tour. (laughs) I'm going to have it open. I'm just sitting here thinking about here's the storm going to be a lot worse. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Well, yeah. And we still have um, the the, um, Battlegrounds one, too, the... Why am Lobby I blanking legends. on what they called it? Lobby Legends. Thank you. I was like, Battlegrounds buddies? That's not right. <laughs> Lobby Legends. I was like, I knew it was alliteration. <laughs> Esports has been tough. Uh, and not just in Blizzard, but definitely like if you if you follow yeah, more than one e-sport, Blizzard Esport, you've you've seen a, a massive raining back, right? Like yep. it, it does just seem like it, it it was unsustainable at its current size. Like they've they've ended semi sports straight up and they've paired back others like, mm-hmm. you know, it, no, we're not going to get a blog post explaining exactly why they're not going to not going to be like, here's our receipts and here's how much it made. And like, but like you can look at the destination and kind of draw your own conclusions. Like, yeah, uh, and it's a it's it's a bummer, but I'm still glad they're trying to make it work like they're they're, they're still making competition and hosting official competition Mm -hmm. and this is not a blizzard thing the industry is kind of um did you all ever watch roadrunner growing up uh they're all wily coyote after they run over the cliff right now they're looking down and then falling because there are so many (laughs) esports orgs that have just like imploded because oh whoops we have no money now um not even the ones that were tied in with gross ftx things just like normal esports organizations just saying, oh yeah, by the way, we're done now because we're, we cannot sustain this. Um, I've asked the question many times of how does esports, how do esports orgs stay in business? And the answer 
that I they I, don't. I never yeah that was the that was the real answer because I never got a satisfying answer I never figured out where does the money come from how does it make sense to sponsor these and then it turns out that was where a bunch of companies landed too and the whole industry has shrunk a lot and so Blizzard is a symptom not the cause but it's a it's a mm-hmm. central symptom Overwatch was supposed to be a really really big thing where they sell franchises and like there are local teams and Serena Williams right that was the thing. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, and they were going to have like set salaries that were going to all the players and they, it was going to be like a real sport, you guys. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That didn't seem to really. <laughs> yeah. And listen, I'm, you know, I'm not, I've never, uh, I've never been a huge Overwatch guy, but like also like Overwatch League, the timing couldn't have been worse. Like it didn't really get an honest chance either. Like right when they were supposed to start doing at home games on the regular COVID hit. Yeah, True. True. So and and yeah. you know that was an expensive extension into you know revving that all up, mm-hmm. and then and that uh, you know listen again we're not going to get the blog post with them to de- detailing exactly how much it hurt, but it had to have. Yeah, and I think that like companies like first parties who like Blizzard who run their own esports are probably in a better financial situation because it very much, and we've talked about this, especially over the last year or so, like it basically falls under their marketing budget, right? So, you know, like they use it as a tool to make money by selling their product like directly. It's not like a third party trying to figure out a pathway to monetary success. They already have that pathway and that pathway is card packs, right? So, you know, like as long as esports is bringing some eyeballs in, then it might as well just be a commercial. And, you know, like that's maybe not the best thing for like the competitive viability of the esport, but that means it gets to stick around, at least from the first party. Yeah. yeah and I can, and I can see people like recoiling from like the idea of being sold. Right. But like, oh, the yeah. truth <laughs> is you were always being sold on something like it's, it's a product like, and even like that's true of anything you watch spectator wise like even uh, like you watch the nfl like yeah they're not trying to sell you on the nfl but they're trying to sell you on fantasy league and you know nike or whatever brands are they're wearing or gatorade shout out uf a lot of car commercials yes a lot of car exactly yeah yeah i was thinking about all of the sketchy commercials for Big tech things that are probably getting too much money right now. Um, yes. No, they were. Don't and, worry. That that ship sailed pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. So, and and it's like, it's not, the end of like official Blizzard esports does not always equal the end of esports for the Blizzard game that you care about. Mm. Like StarCraft 2 esports still kick ass. They're just yeah. being done by third parties. And they were always done by third parties. And they kept, kept going, even when there was an official StarCraft 2 league that Blizzard supported or like that was in house. There was still a lot of third party stuff out there. So I, I feel like Starcraft two has had a really elegant transition. Um, I'm sure everyone in Starcraft two, that's a lot closer to me may, may not feel the same way. Uh, but as a, you know, a casual viewer from time to time, like I look at Starcraft, I'm like, man, I, you know, there's still some, here's a storm stuff out there, but nothing like what Starcraft two has. Uh, and yeah. that's because Starcraft two already had a grassroots audience and already had really professional organ- uh, organizations out there, you know, like your dream hacks, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're as involved as Starcraft two these days. So it might be a bad example, but whatever the case is, you have organizations out there that are still producing content and, and fostering a place for esports to happen for, for a lot of the titles that are out there. So, you know, to me, and it's a little, I fully understand this a little me on old man on my front porch, but 
that's how I knew esports before we started getting officially backed things by the studios that were making the games. And so to me, like, I, I trust that more personally for the long run. I, to me, I see it as more sustainable. I am really curious why, because they, they did that, um, like, uh, Blizzard, Hearthstone sold that bundle, that esports bundle one yeah. time, and it was a capped value, too, which I always thought was super weird. And I'm curious to know why, because like we hit the cap, people threw money at it. And, you know, that's also been a successful model in a lot of other esports. That's where a lot of other prize pools come from. I'm kind of curious as to why they didn't create a special card pack you could buy to very specifically support Hearthstone esports. Like if that was my choice in the client to you know, buy, you know, 40 packs and it cost me $10 more than buying 40 normal packs, but it went to esports. I would totally do that. So like, I don't know why they haven't really like explored more of that kind of stuff. How cynical of an answer do you want? <laughs> <laughs> my, my brain goes to like, maybe it just wasn't worth it in the grand scheme of things. Like, yes, it was a lot of money, but maybe it was difficult to make happen. Hmm. My cynical answer, that Hearthstone normally sells that well, and it w- they should just give the competitors the more money anyways because they're going to make that much. Because Hearthstone is a cash cow. It's, it's a great game that also happens to be really well monetized. I would not be surprised if what looked like a wild success to us in the outside as an esports bundle was a normal day at the office for them. Hmm. Because all we saw was the cap. We never see the day-to-day pack sales. If they cap day-to-day yeah. pack sales, we might see that in, like by 10.30 a.m. every day. Like Maybe it's just they meet the cap <laughs> and then they keep going. So without context, it's really hard to say it looks successful as a great marketing campaign because people still talk about it, what, five years later? I was going to say it was a long time ago. <laughs> a little bit, uh, too, is a, is a good example uh, of, of it only happening once, right? If it happened multiple times, you wouldn't keep belaboring the one instance of it but it only did happen once so it sticks out as like this historic experiment yeah it was notable and it was distinct but also like i don't know how impactful it was people really love the feeling of individual agency with their purchases but i wouldn't be surprised if if harson was successful enough they can just give people the money that we air quotes crowdfunded and then we buy normal packs and it's the same thing because the only difference is a progress bar on the screen so that's not informed by anything, but I <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if like Hearthstone is a financially success- successful game and they can pay the people more whether they say they are or not. But we're also entering into the creator economy. I, like I know a lot of people have talked about this too. Um, esports and marketing have never been more disconnected because you don't need esports if some huge streamer just plays your game and that's enough. Like today, over on a, a different card game, uh, Ben Bro played Shroud. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, you don't need a tournament. You just get a giant streamer and a giant man wearing flannel, and you get them <laughs> on the same stream, and he laughs, and then you make a billion T dollars. Like, that's just how that's that goes. one, by the way. Go up, bro. Go off. <laughs> I'm Okay, I had this thought slash question when they put that marketing promotional material out there. Hat, what collection level are you? Because... I want to not be called the 1% for once in my life. And I feel like you are right up there with Shroud. So what's your collection level, just out of curiosity? It's a four-digit number, and the first number is an eight. Ha! Holy ah! You're the shit. 0.001%. I am so <laughs> 
fucking behind. <laughs> um, don't, don't follow this example. Don't do oh it. My God. Can I give you my phone for a month? <laughs> I'm at like 6,400 and I felt good about that. <laughs> you should. I started the last weekend of May last year and I've um uh, supported the game. <laughs> pretty proactively i like supporting card games i like hearthstone too by the way which we could talk about if we wanted to awkwardly segue away from this thing that makes me uncomfortable because i'm being ashamed now i'm just so happy that i'm not the one percent and someone else is that just chef's kiss <laughs> i started playing that game last month technically because i didn't know uh you got to keep your beta uh progress oh you do when it came yeah, when it came out, I was like, oh, I don't feel like starting over from zero. So I just didn't play. And <laughs> last month, I was like, man, I really want to play Snap. Um, and I should have learned easily that I did keep my progress. Had I logged in with the same account, but apparently I logged in a different way. And I started oh, no. at one. And uh, oh, by the no. time I figured it out, I had already overtaken my beta account. And so, yeah. Oh, um, this hurts. This hurts. Not even the 400 yet. Okay, well, you can play, but this is a different card game. It's fine. All card games are great. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to derail us out of Hearthstone. No, no, it's like, (laughs) what are people going to do? Unsub? Um, (laughs) I I wish it was an easier way to throw my money at this game to to catch up. You're going to make me do another podcast in this podcast. We're going to shard this podcast. No, I... I just, I just want, I just want everyone to understand my villainous thought of. I wish it was easier to fix my card game problems with money in another card game. <laughs> it's they so Marvel Snap is the game where gamer said, "Please monetize your game. You're using cosmetics." And Marvel Snap said, "Okay." And Garrett said, "No, not like that." <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to spending money on my card games. Um. And uh, I, I can't. Exactly. You are just limited to staying committed and invested in something with routine tasks and not trying to invest money to get more powerful. How's it feel? Listen, just play Pirate Warrior. You'll be fine. <laughs> As someone who has, uh, uh, let's say, uh, to put it mildly, taken a shit on mobile games uh, most of his life. Uh, and the schemes that are behind them, uh, as as the numbers four and zero start to approach in the distance, I, I realize the concept of maybe wanting to invest a little money to make up for time you don't have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. That's all I got to say. Uh, everyone proceed to hate me now. It's I, so the thing about the angry chicken. The thing about this podcast here is that. Some of our listeners who may have been in the late twos when they started listening, maybe in the late threes now, because the show's been on for 10 years. Some of us, in, speaking in the mics, were in the late twos when we started <laughs> the podcast. It's true. Yeah. I, I don't think I will ever get over uh, the person on Twitter who said that they started listening to Tack while they were taking care of their newborn, and that is a 10-year-old child now, and I'm like, that, I, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. It sounds like we want to talk about some memories, and Torby Flunderson wrote a great email. Why don't we go talk to Torby real quick in the email section for the bumpering in a press right now? Hello? Hello, it's me, 
Hello. Um, just quickly, do you get my message? Yep. Oh. Hello, brother. <laughs> you can no longer send your emails to TAC Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Dorby Flenderson did get a message in who says, hold what on, is hold your on. favorite? Jocelyn, can I just say one thing real quick? What? Fuck. <laughs> Queen. I was not ready. I was not ready. bumper in so long so i was already having a moment where i thought i was like dreaming because it's like a <laughs> i feel like i've been activated like a freaking sleeper agent like hearing that bumper like suddenly i'm just like whoa i got a whole singer chicken go 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 segue into it and then you hit me with that shit like i can't handle it i can't handle it <laughs> This is oh incredible. my god! Sorry, continue. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, don't apologize to me. Apologize to Torby. I mean, <laughs> Torby's gonna be okay. We'll get to, we'll, we'll get to Torby's question eventually. Torby has the last email that will ever be read in Angry Chicken. Gonna be that fine. Is true. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Torby Flenderson asks, "What is your favorite Hearthstone memory, and what piece of WoW lore, location, character class, or mechanic that has not been included in Hearthstone yet?" you hope is included in the future. So do you want to tackle Hearthstone memories first or WoW lore first? I think WoW lore is kind of a freebie because I put a okay, comment in the there. show notes. Um, <laughs> why is Ulduar not in the game still? Because when League of Explorers was about to come out, before it was revealed that they just made something up and shoved it in the game, you two were like, Ulduar. And everyone yeah. listening to the show was like, well, yeah. And it's still not in the game. So yeah. Blizzard, what's up? Well, and especially when, like, we've had now multiple Lich King expansions. <laughs> and, like, very little no Ulduar. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, Lich King just, it sells things. But you know what else sells things? Ulduar. Ulduar sells things. Like, like, we've had all kinds, and obviously I don't have internal Blizzard sales data, but we've had all kinds of, like, celestial things like portraits and and stuff, especially over on the battleground side. Like there was a whole bundle and I'm like, I hit buy faster on that thing than anything else ever. Like you make things out of stars. Yes, please. <laughs> I will take more of that. And that yeah. was all Old War was. And Algalon's a bartender. Algalon's a yeah. bartender Algalon's in a BGs. Bartender. He will yeah. coldly talk to you about the calculations in battlegrounds while you're losing. I can speak yes. from experience. He'll do that. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, we'll probably get the Old War expansion as the first expansion in the Year of the Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> but so outside of Old War, is there any other place that we'd like really like to go to? I would like to see something on the PvP side of things. Like I want to see either like a 2v2 or a 3v3 game mode. Because like I was thinking about it and I'm like, there's tons of like wow lore and and you know obviously wow is an ongoing game so they're constantly making more and more content over there so there's always stuff they could do but like i feel like just in terms <laughs> i know we've talked about how there's too many modes in that poor hearthstone held together with duct tape client but um <laughs> i think it'd be really cool to see what a 2v2 or a 3v3 
version of Hearthstone could look like. And I have no idea how that would work. But like I have like Hearthstone, I was going to say I have Hearthstone Arena in my head because I momentarily forgot Arena's already a Hearthstone mode. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean Arena in like the PvP sense, in the 2v2, 3v3 sense, not in the draft sense. <laughs> uh, uh, not a draft. Um, uh, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, if this said if this said game mode or mechanic or something, I would have been like, any other limited format, please. So that would have been my answer. Uh, I've been asking for it. Like, I mean, since like it, it, the first like Literally five episodes years. of the Angry Chicken, we talked about uh, flying minions. That was more of a magic thing. We talked about um, two two player game. Like, uh, what was in magic? Uh, I never play it, but uh, two headed giant. Two headed giant. Yeah. Yeah, two headed giant. We, t- we talked about two headed giant so many times in the first year of this podcast, mm. and it, it seemed like a no brainer, um, it, like to us. But boy, boy, howdy! Yeah, I mean, also we asked for uh, upside down cards to be right side up, and uh, I don't think we're ever <laughs> going to get that. So, um, but to keep it fun, uh, yeah, I freaking I have I have no idea. Ulduar is the answer. Ulduar is like the <laughs> low hanging, like really, like how have we gone this long without it being in the game? fruit uh i always wanted a booty bay expansion um mm. i am really fond of it i think of it as like the florida of world of warcraft um <laughs> uh we've gotten plenty of pirate stuff though so like i can't really complain um but i i have a lot of love for for booty bay so i, I love a ridiculous oh, part of me is really glad that there was no booty bay expansion while this podcast existed because honestly i could mm-hmm. not keep my innuendo in check mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. It would just oh, be no, butt yeah. jokes all day, every day. And yeah, it'd be bad. Because <laughs> booty's like a butt. Uh, yeah. go, what, what was the song in like the early 10s? It was just like, Aris, 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 Aris. I would have had that on sample. And it would that would have been the episode. It would have been Joss making butt jokes and me hitting that bumper. That would have been it. That would have been the episode for an entire yeah. expansion cycle if Booty Bay was, a, uh, was an expansion. So. Yeah, yeah, but it was always in the back of my head. Uh, long before they ever did anything with the Lich King, I really thought it'd be hysterical if they did an 80s ski movie themed Northrend expansion mm. uh, where you get Arthas pre-Helm Arthas, but post Frostmourne Arthas with like a white hair mullet. Like he's the bully ski character on the <laughs> ski slope from the 80s movie. Um, and they never went with that. And we got two Lich King expansions. So I don't think that's ever happening. Uh, Death Knights are in the game now, though, so it's I'm true. pretty sure Northrend Ooh, is evergreen. Can I get 80s mullet Arthas skin, please? But so actually, actually, I think I have like a non-Ulduar lore suggestion because I don't know if we've ever... So we've had like gangster sets and we've had sets with pirates in them. I don't know if we've had a pirate set outside of like, like Deadmines, I guess. I don't know. No, but we got an entire Battlegrounds update, and at that time, I was mm. definitely playing more Battlegrounds, so I it's felt true. like I got my pirate expansion. But <laughs> I'd love to have, like, a naval Kul'Tiris expansion, where you could do mm. a lot with Jaina, you could do the Barala stuff, right? Um, but also just put every character on a boat and give them a hat, and that's Hearthstone, baby. Uh, Yeah. Dude, I, I feel like uh, someone at, uh, on the team right now is like, how do they know? Because that sounds extremely Hearthstone. Like, it, it might be just coming down the pipe. We got a year of the freaking Kraken. How do we not get a nautical expansion? 
I'm just realizing that. There's still time. Like, oh, guys, you could have just made it in the Zoth, and then you're on boats. Like, well, we had the we had the under the sea. We had um, voyage, yes, yeah, but voyage, was, yeah. That, again, that was Coachella. <laughs> Thank you. I'm underwater. glad you got it from this. But see, here's the thing: <laughs> you can't wear a hat underwater. You can wear a helm. You can't wear a hat oh. if you're above. Can you wear a water. hat under your helm? I mean, you're the hat expert, so. You hat can't, under it's helm, uncomfortable. Doable, not. It's very compressed. It's really not built mm. for that. But above you, you ground. You could do a beanie, and that's very popular with sailors. A beanie. Whatever <laughs> they're called in Canada land, I forget. A, a toque. Is that it? Yes. A toque, yes. yes. Yeah, the, that, which is actually a hobbit. I don't know why you're calling a hat a hobbit, but sure. No yeah, I don't one, think, I don't think the toques say, appreciate that. When you say crazy hat expansion, no one is thinking of beanies or toques. That's not what people are thinking of. That is not the evocative hat vibe. I want water, <laughs> boats, hats, cultures, do some Jane Allure, get Matt London to write it. He has a script already. It, it, it'll be fine. And go, like, and go pirates. Go do it. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I think that'd be fun. Anyways, but what about favorite Hearthstone memories? So I'm going to pitch it to Garrett because I know you got to go deep in the mind. <sighs> <laughs> Deep in the minds. About the game or is it about doing this show? I just answer the question. I don't care. I legitimately my brain is full of too many awesome things that happened as a result of this game. So go ahead. That that's fine. like I'm gonna oh, like here it goes. Here's the beginning of what you all came for. <laughs> like I'm legitimately I have experienced too many wonderful things as a result of being a part of this of this podcast. Um I, I don't I don't know the answer. Uh, it, like so many freaking like I like the first thing that popped in my head was waiting in line for merch with Katie and Joss during the uh, it was the freaking goblins and gnomes expansion. The yeah. merch line was so long. We both really wanted the it was the Heroes of Storm hoodie that year. It was such a yes. good hoodie. I still have it. I barely wear it because it's way too way too freaking thick for Florida. So it is actually my most pristine hoodie I still own. Um, but we were. We're like, fuck it. Let's get in line because we're going to be here all goddamn day. The line is that long. Um, and luckily, it was when the merch was still in the main hall. So yeah. we actually got to like watch the Hearthstone presentation yeah. as we slowly plotted our way around that like four hour line. <laughs> yeah, we watched what was what was Ripsaw, Buzzsaw. What was the, the saw card? You were like vibrating from excitement and, and oh, no one, no one played it. Blade. Yes, bouncing blade. Bouncing you're, blade. You're, you're so excited, uh, and it like went nowhere at launch. Yeah. Like no you one played that, that card. With grim Doesn't patron. Even matter. You play it with patron, and everybody got in there. Yes, yes, but it took a while. I remember yeah. at launch, like just the animation. Home. Yes, animation took forever. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, the, the the one really like we 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 had a meetup every year at BlizzCon. Um, if you're unaware. BlizzCon feels like another lifetime at this point. I know. Um, but every year at BlizzCon, and, and it, we went to the bowling alley. Um, it was it was like we didn't rent it out or anything. I called one year, by the way. Uh, it was like $5,000 to rent oh my a room. God. And you were required to match it with food and drink. So I told them, <laughs> I hung up, and we just showed up like we always did, and it was fine. Um but yeah, we would always meet at the bowling alley, and and every, you know we did we did it every year, and the the the, fir- the first year I did it, Chicken wasn't even going yet, and I think literally four people showed up. I was doing a Starcraft <laughs> podcast at the time. Next year it was a, like Angry Chicken was like five episodes deep. Um, Joss, you weren't even at that BlizzCon. No, I didn't go to that BlizzCon, and I think we were in the teens. 
year after that, which I guess would have been 2014. Yes. Yeah. BlizzCon 2014. All three of us, Dills, Joss, me, were, were in attendance. Um, obviously, we had been doing the show for over a year. And we were all a little late to, to the bowling alley. Um, and we walk in and there's over 100 people there. The bar was Yeah, full. that was crazy. Uh, and people cheered and clapped. Uh, and I cried. <laughs> and that was insane. Uh, that was absolutely fucking insane. Um, and the other part that like destroyed me was all the podcasters I listened to were already there. Having <laughs> a good time. So freaking Scott Johnson and Tom Merritt was there. I'm, I remember seeing Tom walk by as we were walking up. I'm like, oh shit, Tom came. And then I walked in. I'm like, oh shit, everyone, like my whole iPod, because uh, it's still an iPod <laughs> at the time. My whole iPod's here. Um, like, well, yeah. remember when Slissa didn't understand why things were called podcasts? Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember that. Yeah. It, it, it was insane. Um, yeah, that, that, that's probably it. Cause that was the first time I really understood that, like how many people were listening. Uh, cause, cause yes, I had podcasts before that, but anger chicken blew the fuck up. Um, at, at our, at our, fuck it. I'll say number at our peak. We were at like 50,000 downloads a week. Like it was insane. Like I didn't know <laughs> what to do with it. We should have been selling sponsorships. We weren't. Cause I didn't know that was a thing you could do. And I didn't know who to talk to. We could have made we, bank. <laughs> we were just talking about Hearthstone. Cause we like talking about Hearthstone. <laughs> that yeah. was it. <laughs> yeah. It was insane. Um, and, and, and like, it was just kind of like, I was just like, I remember at the time thinking like, oh, this must just be what happens when you quit one game and you move to another and you take all your experience and you invite some friends and they already have their own their own audience and you mix your audiences. No, we were absolutely right place, right time, right three dorks decided to talk into them, but we had no idea what we had. Uh, it was absolute lightning in a bottle uh, and, and, showing, and showing up to a bowling alley I had been to, and this is my third time, so I'm very aware of what a small crowd looks like in that massive bar, to being, <laughs> I can't see the bar, there's too many people here. Uh, it, it was a life-changing experience I will, I will absolutely never forget. So, so uh, we're not done yet. Everyone, we're going to still be talking for a while, but fucking thank you, everybody, so much for listening to the show because you literally changed our lives. Garrett? That was a good Hearthstone memory. Jocelyn, it is now your turn. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I feel like I just talked about this recently, but um, recording attack uh, at BlizzCon and having Broad and Yangwoo crash it. That was amazing. <laughs> that was my favorite episode. I've said it every time. That is my favorite episode of The Angry Chicken of when we were like, I was listening. It was at BlizzCon and they show up and you were like, we didn't expect this. And then Broad is like, there's a chair and a mic. <laughs> well, like, and that was just the way that the room was set up is it was, you know, a podcast recording room. And there were, I think, like six or seven mics all set up and it was ready to go for whatever, whoever, whenever. And uh, so, I mean, it, it worked out and it was amazing and it was so much fun. And I think like a lot of my favorite memories from those like early days were finding out that like Broad and Yangwoo and a lot of the other devs were like just actually like fans of Tack and of us. And it was like always so fun to interact with them, whether it was like having them on the show or at BlizzCon or whatever, because like 
it's like we were mutually fangirling. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> and man, those are those early years of of tack and of Hearthstone were really good. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the, 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 the crashing uh, the League of Explorers year. Yeah, that, that, that mm-hmm. almost that that was that's another one. Uh, and I mean, like every single uh, BlizzCon presentation ever, like <laughs> those were so, so fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was nuts. We like every year post 2015, we would go get Korean barbecue with Ben Brode and Young Woo uh, and various other members of Team Five and eventually second dinner. (laughs) 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 There were two years we went and they weren't at Blizzard anymore, but we still met up for Korean barbecue and they wouldn't tell us shit. Mm-hmm. They would just ask us how Hearthstone's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would just, we'd sit there and have a conversation with them about Hearthstone. Um, and just, yeah, they're just, such like, great guys. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. Also, it was like the first time I ever had Korean barbecue. And yes, Leslie, I see you in Chad. I know you think the place we went wasn't good, but it's good to me. Um, <laughs> this is my only Korean barbecue experience ever. <laughs> Korean barbecue is the only time I have to cook for myself and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> normally I'm not in favor of doing the work, but here's like it's a little it's a little theme park, right? Like it's it's a little yeah. food theme park where you take the you take the little piece of bulgogi and it's like, what if that was hot now? And you're like, well let me try it. And then you do, and it's great. It's fantastic. What if this was barely cooked before I eat it? Well you get I to choose. You get to choose. I get the choose. Not with pork though. Cook the pork. Cook the pork. Yeah. The brisket, you don't, pull it off right away. Yeah, but the pork you just, don't want trigonosis. That stuff's nasty. You don't want you don't want that. <laughs> Anyways, I love both these what answers. What about you, Hat? <laughs> um, so I have a bunch of great memories. My favorite personal memory is so BlizzCon 2019 is the best BlizzCon I've been to. It's like, and I've been to a few, uh, but that one was the one where Battlegrounds got revealed. And it was 2018 was a very weird time for Hearthstone. It was the year of the Raven. There was no game director. We were a little concerned about the future of the game. And then 2019 happened, and they said, hey, we're adding this new mode called Battlegrounds. You can play it over there. And I turned to my co-host, Bodicus, and we stood up and we walked over there. And I played nine <laughs> BGs that weekend with 30-minute waits each time. And after the first two, we went to a local local uh, Southern California place in Anaheim called Angelos, where they do chili burgers. And the waitresses are on roller skates. And it is the diviest bar you've ever been to. <laughs> and we sat there and recorded a podcast with Bodicus and Wickagood on BGs while a bunch of biker dudes were looking at us like, what the fuck are these people doing? And then we went back and we played more BGs. And I pre-ordered the expansion while I was in line so I could play more on that Tuesday. And I got home on Sunday and I couldn't play till Tuesday. And that 48 hours was torture. And it was just that whole experience was so compelling. But there are a lot of really great memories. I remember the episode of The Angry Chicken where Yang Wu and Ben Brode crashed the panel. I remember a lot of the episodes of The Angry Chicken because one of my favorite memories is being asked to be on this show. Because, yes, we have entered the melancholy portion of this evening <laughs> where I get to say, hey, I was a fan of your show for eight years and then on it for the last two. Do you recognize Do you recognize that ratio is all kinds of fucked up? Like, 80% of my time engaging with the angry chicken has been as a fan of Joss and Garrett, where I go up to, to Joss, and I say, how did you know it was Kobolds? And she said, I don't know, and she laughed with blue hair. I'm sorry, Joss, I brought it up! There was a <laughs> there was a candle at the bottom! I mean, like, we made hundreds of guesses at expansions over the years, and to be fair, 
I didn't guess that it was kobolds and catacombs. I guessed that there were kobolds because there was a candle. You didn't guess their habitat. It was fine. It was fine. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't well slammed to that one. The bastards too, like gave us the freebie card, and it was a pirate. And I'm like, it's a pirate expansion. It's a pirate expansion. I'm getting my booty bay. I did not Never get the booty. my booty bay. Garrett nope. got no, no booty. No. no. So the thing about Hearthstone is that there are too many great memories. And if you ask me to remember a specific game right now, I'm not going to do that. That's not a thing I'm going to do. I am deep in my emotions and my scotch, and both are inhibiting to my to my memory recall. But in terms of what I remember about the community around this game, there is frankly too much to say. I remember being invited on Coin Conceit after guessing on a little show called 1600 Dust. That was my first podcast appearance because I just tweeted until they were like, what if you read a bunch of tweets in a row on a show? And I was like, I could probably do that. And then I talked to them and that podcast was 20 minutes, which is like the Twitter of podcasts. It was perfect. And then Cora was on Coin Conceit. And they were like, well, she's so awesome. She's getting promoted. Are you like a little less awesome? And I'm like, oh, I'm a lot less awesome. They were like, you got the job. That's not what they said, but it's how I think about it in my head. Um, I don't know. It was just like thinking about that journey. It's been, it's been a long road. But this is really not specific. So, Torby, I hope this answered your question. I really that was hope your this favorite Hearthstone memory? All of it? <laughs> Uh, first live, first live anger chicken at Nerdtacular. Uh, let me, I'm just going to rattle off a few 17 more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. First live one at Nerdtacular. Uh, I still remember those creepy showers at Snowbird. You know what I'm talking about, Josh. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not as steamy as this story sounds. No, all our, all our, our, our room. So, so Nerdtacular was this wonderful convention uh, that podcaster in front of the show, Scott Johnson would put on annually. He hasn't done it in a long time. He's doing it in Vegas now. Scott, bring it back. I need to go to the mountains, not the, not the desert with, with questionably priced lobster, nowhere near salt water. Um, I'd rather go back to the mountains, please. But uh, it happened at a, a ski resort called Snowbird in the off season. So you'd go in July and it was a big podcasting convention. And uh, all of the hotel rooms had a big glass. The best way I can describe it is like if you, most hotels, you go into the bathroom and it's there. And then like on the other side of the wall is essentially the bedroom, like with the beds and the window looking outside on the wall on the shower that like in the, 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 that shares with the beds, there was just a big bay window. It was a big glass window, like floor to ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now there was a curtain on the inside so you could close it. So people couldn't see you showering and, or you could leave it open and look at the mountains. You yes, never had a but mountain shower. I was Garrett. roaming with dills. So <laughs> it was fucking weird. <laughs> um, this sounds weird now that you mention it. Yeah, there's a photo of the three of us um, yes, in the is. shower. Uh, yeah, and it's still to this day one of my favorite photos that has anything to do with podcasting because it's just like. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. If you look at it, it just kind of looks like we're in a window. But it's one of those things where, like, the the more you look at it, yeah, the more Yeah, then you're like, wrong. wait, is that a toilet? You're just like, wait, <laughs> is, that a, is that a shower? Like, it just starts to get weirder. Um, but that's one of them. And that was, like, the first time we ever did a live show, like, in the same room together. Because, like, we all, we've always, every every version of the show, the hosts have always been scattered to the wind. Like, we've never been in the same location or country. Yeah. Um, 
So like that was a big deal. Uh, CreateCon was a huge one. Um, most of that for me was just a, a constantly panicking because um, it was my first time putting on a, a conference. Um, and it was small, but that was cool as shit. Like that, that, like that, that was another, much like the BlizzCon bowling where like it meant a lot that listeners showed up, but it also meant a lot that people I look up to show up. Same thing happened to CreateCon. Like people actually came and bought tickets. And also like friends of ours who are way more successful podcasters came out, put their name on the bill, did a show and, and helped put asses in seats. Oh, they made me go on night attack and I was so bad. <laughs> I am not funny enough and improv enough to be on that show. <laughs> that show, you know, the phrase hard act to follow that entire show was just a bunch of difficult acts to follow. They're so, they're so snappy. Like they can talk about politics and make it interesting. I don't know like how you expected to stay on beat with that, but I'm sure you did fine. Joss, do you remember the other year at Nertacular when, when I won their game? Don't get brodied. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, it's basically like uh, if your story bores us at any moment, we're voting you off. And, and if you can complete your story, you win. And I was the one that completed my story. And that was the first time I was on night attack. They were like, you're funny. Uh, come up. And I'm like, I'm not just that story is. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, it was, and anyway, that's why I will, uh, always do anything Brian or Justin asks because they came to my conference and definitely like 100% helped people show up and buy tickets. So it's like, there's, there's a lot. I remember listening to the CreateCon lead up and YouTube both sounding increasingly anxious and like it felt, <laughs> it was a thing. But before we go into the outro outro, I do have one significant problem that I would like a grievance I'd like to air with both of you (laughs) back in the day I sent in a crazy game story and neither of you read it (laughs) I I harrisoned a Jaraxxus weapon and neither of you acknowledged me on the air on your show and now seven years later I am a sleeper agent here to bring you guilt. <laughs> Do you have the crazy game story handy? Can you read it now? <laughs> I've been looking for it. I can't immediately find it. There's one more thing that's fucking required. Do you have the bumper? Uh, <laughs> probably not, because we haven't done crazy game stories in probably five years or more. <laughs> well, Garrett, I would have looked in the Dropbox, but funny story. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, what happens is, uh, I am grossly aware of the futility of trying to have enough space on my Dropbox. So periodically I go in and I go, what hasn't been accessed in forever? And what came up was every podcast folder ever. Cause I literally quit everything I've ever done last year. Um, <laughs> except for, uh, youtube.com slash move TV, where you can find my YouTube channel. Um, but that's Very okay. Subtle. I got you covered. One second, I will now give you permission to tell your crazy game story when we go to this week's crazy game story. The whole world gone crazy. You're in trouble now. You got it! (laughs) This week's crazy game story comes to us from (laughs) Ridiculous. Ridiculous hat. I have not heard that bumper... Since we had a different president in this country. Two different presidents, actually. That's two presidents ago. Yes. yes. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Well, I don't I, have I, the original Crazy Game Story because I was looking <laughs> for it and I assumed I had it and I didn't. So this was all a big bluff and I've been called and I wanted to divert attention. <laughs> so I could tell you more about a Hearthstone game or, or, Garrett, I could talk about what great work you did on this project you've been working on. So instead of oh, me God. taking responsibility, why don't we do some validation of you and then play this content? Uh, Sure. So, listeners, we've been blessed over the last 10 years, and I've only been here for a couple of them, but man, I've been a fan for the rest of it, of having a lot of really, really great people involved with the Angry Chicken. And Garrett, when he found out that things were winding down, he said, let me make some calls. So, I, I would like to tee it up this way. What I've brought with me today is I just happened to, I just happened to be recording The Office the day I got the news from Joss. And so what I brought with you today is, is real, real captured footage of <laughs> what it was like learning that The Angry Chicken is ending for me. So The Angry Chicken finale reel begins in three, two, one. Welcome to episode one of the Angry Chicken. I am Garrett Weinzerl, and joining me, as they will be for weeks to come, hopefully, is Willie Dills Gregory and Jocelyn Moffat. This is our 100th episode, and this is indeed the 200th episode. It's it's time. It's time to just celebrate the 300th episode. Congrats on 400. Congratulations on 400 episodes, guys. Please welcome to the show, new permanent co-host, Ridiculous Hat. Hi, everybody. Thank you guys so much for supporting us for 500 episodes. I'm probably going to do that a lot tonight because I'm really excited. <laughs> hey, Joss. Hey, Hat. And everyone else who's ever worked on the Angry Chicken. Hey guys, Scott Johnson here. I'm so sad to hear that Tack is going away. Hello, uh, uh, Angry Chicken. Hello, you beautiful Angry Chickens. What's going on, Tack crew? The Angry Chicken. Hi, Tack. Angry Chicken. Ten years of the Angry Chicken. It's been uh, almost ten years and over 500 episodes. Hey, it's Edelweiss. What up? It's Ben Brode. I, I learned of Hearthstone from the Angry Chicken. I didn't know that Hearthstone was a game. <laughs> I knew that my friends were doing a podcast about a Blizzard game. Uh, it was because of you guys that I that I got into it. And it has been uh, thousands of dollars wasted. So I hope you feel bad. I just wanted to thank you guys for all the years of entertainment, all the years of laughs, and for making me feel like a part of it. I will always remember the hours of entertainment that Tack always gave to me. But I will remember most above all of those is the way that you two made me feel welcome. You've been here the whole time, and we've been here with you. And we just want to say congratulations and thank you so much. So 
Thank you. TAC. Nailed it. Well, it's hard to imagine the Hearthstone podcasting space without TAC. I'm confident that you will continue to do incredible things on this next stage of your respective journeys. I want to thank you guys for being such a big part of the Hearthstone content creation and community over the years. Your consistency and great content has certainly shaped it to what it is today. It's inspired me to you know, do Hearthstone podcasting of my own. Um, and I'm sure there are a lot of people like that that have found... Uh, something that they want to do because of the angry chicken or found community because of the angry chicken and 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 that's really something special mr ben brode from blizzard entertainment when i first got started on hearthstone in 2008 15 years ago uh i never expected no i'm just kidding i didn't expect it to be humongous (laughs) i am here uh getting real cozy with three members of Team 5. But uh, I wasn't quite prepared for what that would mean for me and what it would feel like to be part of an incredible community. And the Angry Chicken was one of the most special parts of the Hearthstone community for me. We've got some safari adventures. What is happening? Oh my god. (laughs) I always love being a guest on the podcast. Then you told us you can ask us no questions. Okay. Okay. And listening to y'all call us idiots. Uh, And uh, it was just just a wonderful time in my life. And I really appreciate the fact that y'all did it for so long. We're also here with the Night Attack Boys, Brian Brushwood. If there's one memory that will always sing in my heart, it's the time that you took a moment to highlight somebody who moved from dad legend to actual legend using nothing but the simplest face hunter deck. I forget who that was, except for I totally know it's me. Champion of probably the most guest spots on this podcast ever, Justin Robert Young. The Angry Chicken is uh, a, a podcast that I've cited a lot of being one of a, a, a perfect kind of synergy of personalities. <laughs> you guys have done a wonderful job. I will mourn the loss of Tack. And still to this day, is there anything that compares in the podcast world to the Angry Chicken when it comes to Hearthstone coverage? I don't think so. You guys cornered it early. You cornered it hard. And nobody has been able to equal what you ended up doing. It's a really good long run. And take it from somebody who's had some really good long runs. This is one of those. And you should be very proud of yourselves. It's an incredible journey. I love being on various episodes. With me as always is Willie Dills Gregory. Willie Dills Gregory. Willie Dills Gregory. I'm sitting here with Willie Dills Gregory, who I can poke. And I can poke him back. All right. It's time for me to say something about the angry chicken and say goodbye to the angry chicken. Very sad to see it go, but I'm also very happy that it existed. Keep it going! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! I love Jocelyn. I love Garrett. I love everything that we did with the Angry Chicken. I'm happy as hell that so many people 
enjoyed this thing that we created and had a good time with it. It was such a ride and we really did take it from nothing to something and that was the coolest thing ever. So thank you to everybody who listened, everybody who watched the show, everybody who was a part of the show. Our community was such a pleasure for me. I feel sad right now, but I also feel really happy. It's one of those things. I'm, I'm sad that it's going away, but I'm happy that I was there for it, and I'm happy that it happened. Angry Chicken, everyone who participated, thank you for all the good times and all the fun, and that won't go away. Congrats on having just the most fun Hearthstone podcast ever. Bye. Thank you so much for creating a wonderful show for all these years. What an incredible journey. It's precious. Thank you guys. Salute to Tech. Job's done. What are you guys getting into next? Just know I'm a fan. Consider you guys friends of mine and job's done. And as sad as I am to hear it go away, I'm very happy at what you guys accomplished and built. And I love everybody who watched it. And I hope everyone continues on. And I'll see you guys at the next one. As always, job's done. Job's done. Job's done. Job's done. Yes! <laughs> Ooh. Well, fuck. That was tough. <laughs> it was a good time. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't even remember what it was the jury said, but he broke me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, yeah. and then also the subsequent, like, eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so a lot of those came in not at the same time. Uh, so I've cried a lot this week. So you're getting, you're <laughs> all are getting off easy. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I only had to do it live. No big deal. <laughs> really appreciate you putting that together. It's a, It was a lot. But also, um, we have many folks we'd like to thank here in the Angry Chicken. We have some producers that we want to shout out. Dustin C., Jared F., you've been here the whole time. Thank you for everything. We have a bunch of send-off producers. Alan, Daniel S., Jared M., Spaceman Spiff, Daniel M., Brandon F., Stephen K., um, and it's time for people to learn where they can find us because it won't be here anymore. <laughs> Why did you have to put it like that? Oh my god! <laughs> I know I've been can, I've been making jokes all episode. To, yeah, to your emails <laughs> intro. <laughs> but how'd you sound? It's so sad. <laughs> you gotta zing it. I don't have to. Sorry. Let's. <laughs> Let's allow ourselves to be a little a little melancholy right now. 
in the raised <laughs> glass, we've got a link to the Angry Chicken Discord, which I will figure out how to set the Discord permissions on at some point in the next 24 hours. I reserve the right to not edit the episode tonight because I'm going to be a wreck. Like, I'm already a wreck. <laughs> I have a dog that was five when this started, and he's now 15. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. He's just going to take a nap on my shoulder. But, Joss, any final thoughts you have oh. here? I like <laughs> I I won't make it through. <laughs> um everything we already said. Thank you everybody. Um it's been a great run. I think Dills put it really well. Like sad it's ending, happy it happened. Um Oh my god. I I I'm not going to get I'm not going to make it through. So that's it. Thank you everyone. You've been amazing. That's as much as I can do. <laughs> You can find Joss on the Gamers Inn, which is a great podcast. Oh, I didn't where... know you wanted me to do that part. I can get through that. Okay, <laughs> I thought go, you go wanted ahead. more thoughts. I'm, I was like, I can't floor. thoughts. You have the floor once now, and then never again oh. on this show ever. So, would you like the speaking right. chihuahua? Can we pass it around? You can speak now. <laughs> can you email a chihuahua? I mean, they're pretty small. I think they do. I think they're they they're under the attachment size. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as always. I'm at Joss Plays, and please do go check out the Gamers Inn. I am taking some time off of that as well while we move, um, but I'm hoping to be back on that show uh, sooner rather than later. So go check out GamersInPodcast.com. Um, it's my general gaming podcast, and it's probably going to be around for quite a while because Ryan can just take the reins while I'm gone. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you do want to keep up with me, that is the place to do it. Hat, or sorry, Garrett, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on YouTube now. Uh, I'm a YouTuber. Still feels weird to say that. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, oh, oh, my, my speaking chihuahua is getting, getting irate. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm on YouTube. It's, uh, uh, the old the old AMOVE YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash TV is still there. Search for Grinding Gear. Uh, me and Kyle Ferguson, you may remember him from the Into the Nexus Here's the Storm podcast that I did. Uh, we're over there. We're currently doing our first ever playthrough of Final Fantasy fourteen. We're about to wrap up Shadowbringers. Um, we also stream on YouTube. Yes, that's right. You can stream on YouTube, and that's where I stream now. So uh, I upload once a week. I stream three days a week. Uh, and it's all on YouTube and the Grinding Gear podcast, uh, which is a tie-in. It's available everywhere you get your podcasts, and we also record it live. You guessed it on YouTube. Oh, and Twitter's a thing uh, somehow still. <laughs> I thought it'd be dead by now, but you can follow me there uh, until it implodes uh, at Garrett Art. Don't worry, that's happening rapidly. <laughs> and ridiculous hat. Uh, you've got some news. I was going to say, where can people find you? But uh, yeah, you got some news. Well, both are going to be true. So twitter.com slash ridiculous hat is the hub of my Twitter content uh, and all of my content. You'll want to stay in touch with that. Uh, there are two other podcasts that I think that you that you should all follow. Concede over at coinconcede.com makes the competitive side of the game accessible to you. And Vicious Syndicate takes a data-driven look at the high-level Legend metagame. But listeners, I apologize tremendously for adding to your Hearthstone news this week and for not being entirely honest with you because Jocelyn, my co-host, has been tremendous in shouldering the blame <laughs> and saying, oh yeah, I'm growing a human and moving, like whatever, can't do things. But um, I'm not ready for this, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> Listeners, You can uh, do it. We've done it all night. <laughs> so 
This morning, I, after 16 years with the company I've been with, I put in my notice because in two weeks, I am going to be the new community manager, associate community manager for Hearthstone. And I am tremendously excited to join the team. But also, uh, that is the end of my run as a content creator. And I could not be prouder to announce it here on the final episode of The Angry Chicken. Because the end of this journey is the start of a new one for me. I've been, since I was 20 years old, I've worked for the same company. Making popcorn and picking up trash from my hands. Not as glamorous as it sounds. (laughs) And over the past few years, I have built really a great connection with everyone. Um, With all of you, I've moderated panels or been on panels with both of you, and it's been such an honor. And I'm going to help get other people into the same spot working for Blizzard now. And it's it's been a a weird day. We're good. <laughs> I found out last night, got the final offer you found this out last morning. night? Last night, got the final oh. offer this morning, gave my notice today, sent out the company-wide BCC, oh my talked to a bunch God. of people that are like, I never thought you would leave, and I was like, me neither, bro. Um, Has my gift gotten there yet? Because you should drink it. This is a day to celebrate. <laughs> I ha- Don't you worry about my alcohol consumption. I got you covered. <laughs> Holy cr- dude, congratulations. Thank you, but also this is just weird as fuck because I, I I'm not going to do podcasts anymore. So I'll I'll we'll talk through this in my other shows when I am less deeply emotional than I am right now. Um, but thank you both for being here through this all, and thank you both for the inspiration, and thank you everyone that's listening to this show, to all my other shows, that's ever follow me on Twitter, to anyone. Because you helped me get here. If you hear me saying this, you helped me get here. And my mission on the other side is to help you get where you want to go. So we'll talk. Don't worry. I'm not going to stop tweeting. Not that anyone was ever worried about that. <laughs> but it's going to be It's gonna literally going to be your job now is the tweeting. <laughs> it's, I can do that. <laughs> it's really a bad play on their part because they, they, they did they not realize that you were doing the same thing for free and now they have to pay you? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, Garrett, Garrett. I'll take it back. Oh, shit. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Garrett, I'm, do I'm me a favor. Sorry. Shut your mouth. Shut it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> shut it. Uh, hey, hey, buddy, you got the powers of, you got the editing powers. Just make sure you just cut that bit. Just cut that bit. No one will ever we'll know. fix no it in post. No. It's fine. So yeah. anyways, <laughs> I'm... Truly honored to be to be welcomed on the Blizzard team. I'm really, really excited about the future. Today is a very strange day. I'm so bad at quitting. I haven't done it since 2005. It's like, I don't know how to quit. But I, so I just call my boss like, I guess I give you my notice now. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> so um, it's so today is a day. Something is ending. Something is starting. But. Listeners, thank you all so much for being here. Both of you, thank you for being good friends first and good co-hosts second. And Garrett, thank you for making me cry a little. Just a little. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it is everyone that sent in those messages, really. Uh, all I yeah. 
All I did was uh, uh, shittily record a song I like so that we wouldn't get demonetized, but then we played Final Countdown at the beginning of the show, so it probably didn't matter. <laughs> it's fun. Um, Not in it for the money, unless you're my boss at Blizzard, in which case you can pay me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, thank you both for continuing the show on. I was... Uh, it felt really good to know it, it was still going on, and none of this is to... Uh, uh, Make the fact that it is now ending sad. I was gonna but, say, geez, no, gut punch. I mean Thanks, it. Garrett. It, <laughs> it, it, it couldn't have been harder to leave, except like it that was the only thing that was easy because I knew it was in good hands. Um like you 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 were such a good fit, Pat. Like I was so happy when you said yes uh to to join the show <laughs> full time. Um um I was like, Oh, awesome. Awesome. Is it just like the two head, but it started as a trio and it always felt like it should be a three headed show. And, uh, it just felt right with you. Uh, if I started thinking you, Joss, we're going to be here. Yeah, a while. Don't don't, <laughs> um, I'll just say thanks for saying yes to doing the podcast and, uh, uh, for being a good friend all these years. Um, you freaking uh, helped me set up my wedding for crying out loud. Like you, you, you cut flowers. No, no, no. Hold <laughs> on. You set up each other's weddings, you bitches. Oh no, no. I didn't set up Joss's wedding. I just, I just okay. came and drank free booze. Okay, um, you were useless. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. In well, his I, hold defense, on. I'm from Florida, uh, and it was yeah, February in Toronto. It was February in Canada, so, uh, so <laughs> he kind the, of got off the plane and froze. So the coldest I've ever been fault. is at Jocelyn's wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was outside wild. too in in Canada in February. <laughs> It was very pretty, though. Oh, boy. It was very pretty. Um, but, yeah, uh, we've, we've been through a lot. I think I said it on the episode when I when I left the show. Uh, we've been through a lot. Uh, but thank you for it. And, uh, Dills, dude, if you're listening, um, thanks for everything. Uh, particularly, thank you for picking up the phone and talking to me and <laughs> sending in a message. Because, um, you know, uh, we, we had a wonderful talk. I'm not going to blow it up here, but everyone knows we've, we've, we've had friction over the years, um, but we had an awesome talk. And uh, to me, it meant the world to me that Dill sent it a message. So thanks, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I don't need much from you, but from both of you, I need two words. Jocelyn? Job's done. This job's done. I'll see you all for the next one. Yes! Job's done.